Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Business Talk Library. And today I have another great guest on. And as all of you know, my background is accounting and finance. So it's always a pleasure when I have the chance to talk to someone who is operating a business within the finance realm, because I think that is a very, very important part of your business, whether it's understanding your personal finances or your business finances. I know a lot of people may think, you know, this is a business talk library show. So, you know, what does personal finance have to do with business? Well, it has a lot to do because when people don't have that together, they tend to rob from their business to finance their personal life, which then makes everything start to go down. So I am glad to have Olga Kirschenbaum on the show. So welcome to the show, Olga. Thanks so much for having me, Terrell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before we jump into your business, Racks of Riches, I'd love to hear, you know, what was your background before starting that company? Yes. So I actually knew that I wanted to be an accountant when I was graduating high school. So that was my first step. I went to get an accounting degree in undergrad. And as soon as I graduated, I worked as an accountant. I split my time between CP, uh, three years at a CPA firm, and then the rest was mostly in creative companies, but doing accounting. So I was kind of exposed to it as soon as I graduated from high school. And then I also got my MBA in entrepreneurship. So I just kind of fell in love with business. It's interesting because I went into accounting because I really loved math. And I was like, I love numbers, got into accounting, realized there's not that much math there. And lucky for me, I fell in love with the business side of everything. So it kind of was a match made in heaven from the start. Gotcha. I'm, I'm curious as like to what that feeling was like when you finally got to the point and realized like accounting is not as much math as, as people say people think. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was more of a gradual realization, but the thing that always kept me kind of going was the problem solving. I really enjoy puzzles, solving complex problems, and even though it wasn't like calculus sort of problems, it was problems that had multiple layers. Um, That's, I think, something that math and accounting still have in common that it's not always just one constant that's changing there's multiple factors and you have to keep a lot of things in mind to kind of come to a final solution gotcha gotcha awesome so now one of the things that i'm curious about is as you started to you know go into the entrepreneurship realm you know how did you find the the i guess you say the educational training in entrepreneurship, the approach that they took compared to what you did when you were studying accounting? Yeah, you know, it was interesting because the first half of it was kind of a general MBA. So it wasn't just for entrepreneurship students. So it's kind of like you do your general courses that were kind of similar. It's like you do a bit of marketing, you do a bit of this and a bit of that, and then you focus on entrepreneurship. Um, The one thing that I think was the big difference was how much I had control over my education. And I think part of that was because the program was also fairly new. I was, I think, one of six students that had an entrepreneurship degree that year, um, at least that concentration. So 
I was able to actually build a lot of my courses. Um, I wrote some of my courses myself because the degree was so new and that kind of allowed me to concentrate on things that I found really interesting. So I kind of used my entrepreneurship degree to test out a lot of ideas that I had between undergrad and going into uh, my MBA, which is really interesting because on paper or as you're thinking up ideas as an entrepreneur, so many things could sound exciting and profitable. And then you start digging into the business plans and the logistics of things. And then you're like, oh, okay, maybe it's not so feasible anymore. So for me, the most exciting part was being able to knock out. I mean, every semester I did at least a couple of business plans. So I would try to fit in my ideas and kind of play on paper before actually going out there and putting it into practice. Oh, I think that is definitely a smart idea because I always tell entrepreneurs, you know, sometimes the ideas that you have in your head, um, they look much prettier, much more feasible in your head, as opposed to when you actually put them on paper. Like when you start to see the reality of it, it's like your opinion about that idea might change some. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how was it? How did you go down that journey of coming to the conclusion that they, you know, your accounting background, your, you know, exposure and your your interest in entrepreneurship and business and problem solving? You know, how did you settle on, you know, this is the business that I want to move forward with for now? Well, it's interesting. It's an interesting journey. I spent 10 years as an accountant and my last job, I found myself being let go. And being fired from, I've never been fired from a job before. So that was an experience in itself. Um, It was kind of a catalyst to this personal development journey that I started around the time that I started my business. And something I realized that was lacking in my work was having an opportunity to make an impact. And I was making an impact on a very small level with some of the people that I may have worked uh, closely with, but those money conversations, they weren't as fruitful as they are with the clients that I work with. So at first I actually decided to take a step back completely. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try something new, do something completely different. So I was like, what could I do? I always wanted to do a flower shop. This is where my MBA in entrepreneurship came in real handy. I started running the numbers and I was like, wow, you know, I wasn't planning to be an entrepreneur this year. I don't have the cash, the capital to really do this the way I want to do this right now. I was like, oh, let's take a little pause. And what can I do that will be something that I can start working on right now? And I went back to like, what skills do I have? What do I find? What could, what would I do for 10,000 hours for free, even if I didn't get paid to do it? And for me, it always went back to, to talking to people about money and helping them understand what it is. I did it when I was in high school. I did it all through college for my friends and family before I was even an accountant. So I was like, you know what? My friends and family were saying people would pay for this advice. And I was like, oh, why would anyone do that? But honestly, I started going out there on LinkedIn, posting things, money tips, just to kind of see 
what people would say. And people started really resonating with the tips that I would give because they're practical, they're actionable. And I kind of decided to, I kind of decided I have a duty to follow through and see where that goes. And that's when Rags to Riches was born. Nice, nice. Now, how did you settle on the name? You know, um, I love like being a little bit corny. (laughs) I think it's a little bit like, it's a little cheesy, but it's also catchy. And people, honestly, I thought it would be really cute. And I'm really surprised that people love it as much as they do. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So when people come to, you know, they're looking for rags of riches, you know, what are the, the, the types of services and, and the types of products that they can expect? Absolutely. So the top two things that I do are one-on-one coaching, and I also run a mastermind group. So the one-on-one coaching, typically, it's helping people put together their budgets, create a toolkit for their life, or sometimes to reach certain goals. Um, sometimes people come to me for research on things like stocks and investments, just because they don't want to deal with that stuff. They want to know in very simple terms, what does this information mean? So they can make the choices for themselves. Um, I also do abundance mindset work, which is a little bit, um, woo woo, as some people would say, it's more working on someone's mindset and seeing how that will impact their money. Um, I have seen people make $13,000 in a span of three weeks, just because they have been able to overcome some mindset blocks in their lives. The money must, uh, the money mastermind group, the Shmoney Academy is a group learning experience and it's really meant for people who have never budgeted before or they have tried to do a budget many many times and they just never follow through with it or they just fall off never finish it and just kind of give them that first stepping stone to kind of move forward because I feel like people feel budgets are the reason why they're not moving forward with things there are probably other reasons why they're not moving through that that obstacle. But once they get through it, it actually opens up so much more opportunity and so many doors in their eyes that it makes a tremendous impact. Awesome. Now, where can people find you online or social media if they want to get in touch with you? Absolutely. So I, my biggest platform is LinkedIn. That is where I kind of spend all of my days. I am also on my website, rags to riches consulting.com and i also host a podcast called nine minutes of creative wisdom i put out an episode every tuesday and thursday i talk to creatives and creative leaders about business money and the sprinkle of fun awesome awesome now what have been some of the the i guess you say the the, the top topics that you've talked about on the the podcast that people have really enjoyed Yeah, you know, it's something that people have been really enjoying about the podcast is the different types of people that I bring on. I try to get creative with the guests and get because 
I do ask the same questions every time. And if you kind of fall in line with kind of copywriters or it's interesting, um, one of the questions that I have is what's your favorite music? And when you have people that do the same thing, whether they realize it or not, sometimes they will end up giving same things. So <laughs> there are two um, photographers that gave um, a similar response to that question. And it's really interesting to see that. So for my listeners, what they usually say is it's such an eclectic background of people. Um, I've had a magician on there. I've had um, Steve Sims, who's, you can't really boil him down to anything because um, he's the real life wizard of Oz. So it, I've had NFL players on there. So it's um, I think that's what people really love the most because the podcast is really about their journey. What can they share that other people either can get inspired or learn from. And when you have such a variety of people you can get so many different perspectives on the same six questions. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up, one question that I always like to ask every guest that comes on is, you know, when you think about your journey and you think about, you know, that, that culmination of where you've been, where you are now, and even just your aspirations of what's next, um, what's two pieces of advice that you would share with other business owners? Yes. So the first one would be don't wait go for it right now. Uh, it is, it can be intimidating, but you're going to learn along the way. You're going to learn so, so much. I can't tell you how many things I've started that I didn't, didn't feel prepared to do. My podcast, the book I wrote, getting on LinkedIn. Most of these things, I didn't know what I was doing. And eventually I figured out what worked for me. The other piece of advice would be screw what anyone says. Like there is no one else out there that's dreaming your dreams. And if you can visualize it, you can see it in your mind's eye. It's totally possible. Don't get married to that idea of what it really looks like. But if you really want to achieve something, go out there every day thinking that you're going to do one thing that will get you closer to that dream. And no matter what anyone says, those dreams will become to become your reality and you'll begin to see them manifest themselves. Awesome. Awesome. Olga, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really a pleasure to have you on and to hear about your journey, to hear about your business, Racks to Riches. Definitely wish you all the success and thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, Terrell, for having me on and giving me an opportunity to share my journey and my experience. Super grateful.